Oh, I'm supposed to start this? I'm supposed to get this episode up and running? Fine, I will. Hi there and welcome to Podcast versus Podcast. I am host number one, co-host number one. And I am also co-host number one, Eric nope. Ivanovich. No, you are co-host number alpha, A. Okay. So I'm one, you're A, we're yeah. both at the front of the line. So this is a podcast where we passive ag- aggressively uh, complain about having to start the podcast. I don't, I don't do anything passive aggressive. And then after that, we each pitch a podcast uh, that we would like to do instead of this one. And at the end, we're going to vote on which one we think is the best one. And if we agree, then we're going to quit this podcast and do that one instead. And if we don't agree, if it's a tie, well, I, I don't know. I guess we'll just keep we'll we'll burn that bridge when we come to it. Well, I would love. I cannot wait to burn some more bridges. He won't let me. <laughs> by he i mean eric um you want me to pitch first today i i think i pitched first yesterday so just in the interest now, of fairness i think you pitched first on friday because today is monday how was your weekend pierce i do not choose to talk about my personal life so thank you very much uh i will say that i was in vancouver enjoying the pride weekend and the fireworks display and also the powell street festival so it was a good weekend i will say no more than that i do not like to discuss my personal That's life. more than he usually does uh i'm gonna pitch a podcast to you Okay. It's called Puzzle Me This, Piers. <laughs> Alliteration. Very clever. Continue. Uh, this would be a podcast where we do a jigsaw puzzle live on the air. Wow. How many pieces? Uh, it, it varies by episode to episode. So we could go with like one of those big piece ones for blind people or small children. Like a 48 piece puzzle where they're all the size of your hand. Sure, we could do that. There's puzzles for blind people? Jigsaw puzzles? I assume so. I can't. I mean, I guess they can feel the edges. Maybe if they had Braille on them. Um, is, there a, is there a Braille equivalent of a picture? Like where they raise the dots in the form of something? So you can be like, ah, that's the outline of a football. I don't know. I ah, don't this, think so. Those, these dots are raised in the same pattern as a flower. I recognize this. <laughs> okay. Hmm, that's interesting. I, mean, uh, I think that also, in addition to me and you, we get in a blind person who could... Uh, who could but then do the puzzle with us then okay that's very nice but i feel like then we're only going to be doing braille puzzles or we're going to be hearing a lot of complaining where's all the braille on these puzzle pieces what kind of puzzle are you making me do here where am i anyways this would be a podcast where where you me and uh as of yet unnamed blind person joseph joseph the blind guy uh we do jigsaw puzzles together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just explain the just talk like just narrate it, basically. Uh, okay. For the so listeners. I feel I have some problems with this idea. Okay. Number one, yeah. it's going to get repetitive because we're always going to approach a puzzle the same way. Mm. Sort the pieces, look for the outside edges, complete the perimeter. We want a border on this puzzle. See, now that's where we differ. I always go for the very center piece. That's ridiculous. And go outward. How do you find, you see, so you got to look through all the pieces looking for that exact center piece. Do you, well, you pour them out, right? And then you see them all right there. I just take the one that's the centerpiece. Pour them. No, no, no. You carefully remove them from the box and place them image up. Don't tell me what I do. If you pour them out, it's just a jumbled mess. Well, if there's any that are upside down. Oh, and then we got blind up. guy Joseph here who's flipping over pieces, doesn't know which way's up. Well, he can feel he can feel the back and the front and he knows. That, yeah, he could, he... but he's not a conscientious guy. He doesn't think before he acts. Okay. He just starts flipping pieces. Why did we get Joseph in here? Like, what? How... I'll be honest with you. Don't have a lot of blind friends. <laughs> okay. It's just the not one. That, not that I don't want them. Podcast listeners especially. If you listen to podcasts because you're blind, come on the show. 
Come be friends with us. We need people. Move out to our micronation here in the, not the middle of the Pacific. Now, it's not very, it's not very accessible to blind people currently. <laughs> well, <laughs> only if they're driving the boat themselves. Like, people can get out here. We're only a few miles off the mainland. Yeah, but we don't have, like, accessibility features for blind people. You mean, like, guard railings around the edge of the oil rigs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, like... Um, well, not reliable ones. They do... Bumps on the railings to tell you, like, when you're nearing the top or the bottom. Yeah, or bumps on the on the, on the railings to tell you when you're looking out over a landmark. Yeah. To be like, hey, there's a, a nice rock over there. There's Crow Rock. Also, we just have, like, pits. Yeah, we do have a lot of traps. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what uh, we would advise other people to come out and visit us and stay with us and be right. become free citizens. Just watch out for pits and traps. Watch out for pits, watch out for traps. Watch out for sharks. <laughs> There's an awful lot of sharks. You can ask me how my shark's doing? Nope. Okay, that's fine. For those of you just joining the show, I befriended a pet shark a week or two ago, and his name is Scrambles, and he's great. He's doing real well. Eric doesn't care, but I care. I don't like this show idea, Eric. Why? I like... For the reasons you already said? Uh, puzzles Puzzles are like a nice romantic activity that you do with your girlfriend. A nice romantic activity? Yeah, you light some candles, pour out some wine, and do a puzzle together. And then you fuck on top of the puzzle. Well, I don't use language like that, Okay. obviously. It goes against all of my Christian beliefs. Jesus is Lord. Okay. Um, but yeah, you get some hard bone zoning. Yeah, you... On top of that hard. puzzle. What kind of puzzles do you like? What are your favorite types? I mean, I don't really like jigsaw puzzles, really. Okay. What about a 3D puzzle? Nah. What kind of puzzle? <sighs> I like puzzle video games. So is all the enthusiasm for this show going to have to come to me? Yes. A puzzle video? You like doing a jigsaw puzzle video game, but you don't like doing real jigsaw no, puzzles. No, I like puzzle games. That's stupid, Eric. You're stupid, and I don't like this pitch, so I'm going to pitch one of my own. Are you okay. done? Yeah, no, I'm I ready. have no questions about it, by the okay, way. Good. None whatsoever. You asked some questions, but... <laughs> I did ask a few. But yeah. now, at this moment, no questions remaining. Okay. All right. Here's my pitch. Yeah. It's called Battle Stations. Okay. Once a week. Every week. Okay. We, we uh, draw from a hat, um, like a random catastrophe, an end of the world scenario, or a monster attack, or disease outbreak, any situation like that. We pull it out of a hat, choose it at random from a spreadsheet, whatever, and then you and I will discuss how we would deal with something like that. How, we're, how are we going to survive this? Hmm. Eric, it's time to man those battle stations, you and me. Okay. I think the opening music would probably just be a bunch of alarms. <laughs> okay. Like maybe like with, starts off with like a distant car alarm. Like some stuff. of the alarms that I use to wake up in the morning. Well, like your iPhone alarms? What kind of um? What kind of alarms are you talking about there, buddy boy? Okay, so I got this one, buddy boy. Just waiting here while Eric pulls up uh, an alarm on his phone that he wants to play. So here's one I do sometimes. Is it the one that goes? Oh, I use that one. Yeah, because it's I so gentle. Sometimes you use this. Sometimes I use. No way, I don't use that I one. I use that one sometimes, but it's so annoying. Sometimes I use this one. No, Ooh. I don't use that one. I'm, I lost all my alarms. Where'd they go? Sometimes you use this one. Here, try it. Battle stations. Battle stations. Battle stations. Battle stations. Battle stations. Battle stations. Let me see if I can get an alarm going too. Sometimes I use. This one. Oh, that one's so annoying. 
Play some more. I'm gonna pull up an alarm, and we can like pra- we'll just do a quick run on. Okay, what the sometimes theme I is. use this one. <laughs> that one wakes me right up. Sometimes I use this one. Yeah, I think I got one. Sometimes I use this one. How about this one? Yeah, sometimes I use that one. Sometimes you use that one? Yeah. Cool. Um, Battle stations! Battle stations! I think you get the idea how the intro to the show would go. Yeah, do you want to try it out? Yeah, I'd love to. Let's just quickly get some alarm sounds here. <laughs> Let's just quickly line up some alarm sounds so we can properly do this. Okay. Uh, i got to find a different one. Do you? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to try this one. Ah, 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 Battle stations! Ah, battle stations! Battle stations! Battle stations. Hey, Aruga. What's going on, buddy? I'm going to fade out those alarm bells. <laughs> welcome to Battle Stations. I'm Hi, Pierce. Hi, welcome to Battle Stations. My name's Eric. We're planning for every disaster. What's the disaster we're planning for today? Hold on while I just pull something out of my hat here. It says Bowser attack. Uh, <laughs> so in this situation, Bowser, the... Uh, king of the Koopas. King of the <laughs> What a title. That's his big title. Uh, the Mario villain has become real. I assume he jumped through a painting into our world. Jumped through a painting? Yeah, like in Mario 64. Like he took a star, powered up a painting that was of, say, this booth, and he what? jumped through that painting into the real world. I think you're adding some rules to Mario 64. That's how that worked. He used the power of the stars to create those worlds within paintings that you then have to leap through. Those worlds existed. Before. No, those yeah. worlds were created by the star power. That's why you have to use. That's why you have to collect stars to access more of them. No, you those collect paintings stars were to not get through the doors. Yes, but the, my point is, those paintings were not worlds beforehand. Yes, they were. No, those were just paintings. He completely altered the nature of of Peach's castle. So Peach's castle is just like a it's place just a that castle. has a lot of paintings. It's like yeah. a museum. Yeah, like most castles are. But those worlds, so. They're filled with tapestries. Hold on, but what happens when you beat Bowser? When Are do those do those worlds go away? Yeah, everyone good comes out of those paintings, goes back where they're supposed to be. Okay, and the the castle's restored to normal, and you get a cake. Where are they supposed to be now? Just paintings. No, no. Where are they supposed to be? You said all everyone good comes back and goes where they're supposed to be. Most of them are just hanging out at the castle, like Princess Toadstool. She goes back where she was supposed to be at the beginning of Mario 64, which was outside of the castle waiting for Mario with a cake. What about Dory, the Loch Ness Monster? Dory? Yeah, that's her name, Dory. Oh, oh, from, uh, is that from Dire Dire Docks? No, you fool. Which one's Hazy Mazy Cave. Oh, I'm so sorry, Hazy you Mazy are, Cave. You're a fucking plebe, a Mario 64 plebe. Sorry, I got a couple of the underwater cave levels mixed up. Underwater cave things. Uh, Dory goes to the moat okay there's a big pool at one end of the moat and she just hangs out there okay you happy because she's harmless right that's why you're concerned how do we uh how do we defend against king king koopa easiest easiest thing in the world we jump through the painting and get mario okay if bowser comes out we can just like he'll be all and he'll be going past us into the library burning books right and then we say battle stations. Battle stations. Uh, at which point the citizen, the free citizen slave refugees of our of podcast versus podcast land will leap into action and start throwing themselves at Bowser to slow him down while we return with Mario. Okay, so basically our plan is to get somebody else to deal with it. Yeah. 
This is a very particular problem. Okay. I mean, if you want, we could train up now and practice our jumping. Okay. We could practice hitting bricks with our fists. Because Mario hits bricks with his fists, not with his head. I know that. I know you know that. I'm saying that for the listeners. A lot of people think he just hits them with his head. Listen, those people should read the instruction manual to Super Mario Bros. 3, in which case... In, in which it explicitly states that he punches them with his hand. I think that, that those people should take a little closer look at the sprites because what is it? He puts on a hat when he jumps up to hit one? No, that's his fist appearing next to his head. That's why Mario's arms are stretched out. And people You could read any of the concept art. People don't have Sorry, look at any clue art. about Mario. It worries me. In it the, worries me. In case of a Bowser type situation. I gotta be honest, I feel like half of our population here, the few, how many people do we have here? A few hundred? A few thousand. Is it that much? No, wait, it's, it's gotta a few be, hundred. It's a few hundred. Maybe like, maybe like 1,200 I max. was looking at my, at my records. Yeah. And it says, <clears throat> it says 400, uh, point zero, because there's no like fractions of people. Right. Oh, of course. But right. I didn't see the point. I didn't see the decimal point. So oh, I thought so it was 4,000. I mean, we might have started with 4,000. I, we weren't keeping track when we moved here. Someone added the decimal points at some, <laughs> some point. Instead of rascal. just erasing the number and then putting 400. You know what? It's irrelevant. The point I was trying to make is that out of, say, those 400 or so people we got here, yeah. I bet you half of those people trying to get like a star or something to beat Mario or a POW block are just going to be hitting their heads against walls. You're going to see like half the people doing the jump punch and you're going to see half of them just like cracking their skulls against things because nobody pays attention when they play video games anyways we're back in podcast versus podcast <laughs> um, that was good i like that it's not bad hmm, we I'm prepared still vote for mine though well why because mine was just better i don't even remember yours it was the jigsaw thing something about puzzles who cares what it was yeah i don't i'm gonna vote for mine because mine actually has a purpose in helping people prepare for disasters yeah. and your for Koopa attacks. Your for Koopa attacks could be a Godzilla attack. Anything more realistic? Oh, what would we do in a Godzilla attack? Same thing that we did for Bowser attack. Um, no, we would have to run and plan at the same time. Like okay. we would have to get out of here, hop on a tugboat. Why does it have to be tugboat? Because it's all we have. There's... <laughs> we got like six tugboats here, and that's it. That's our whole navy. It's a fleet. Well, it's another tie. Thanks for listening to Podcast vs. Podcast. If you want to find us online, uh, why don't you look at our iTunes review page? And hey, while you're there, not leave us. Why not just leave us a review? Might as well. Might as well. You're there, anyways. Uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.